Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. We have a whole series of podcasts for anything you want to do, including the Future Freshman every Friday with Brandon Sanders. Make sure you check out the C2C podcast channel. Tonight's prospect is Hassan Hassan Haskins. I don't know why I had so much trouble saying that. Running back. I know why. It's kind of weird, isn't it? It, it, well, you, it's because he's go blue. Oh yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't torture us too much. He didn't. He didn't call us little brother or anything. So um, <laughs> I still hate my cart. So <laughs> if I ever see that guy on the street, I tell you. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, Hassan Haskins. I think it's because it's a, a short. You know, it's a, a, a Hassan Haskins. It's like a, two different A sounds, and it's kind of messy. From Michigan, six foot one, two hundred twenty-eight pounds, and tonight's guest is another Michigander. Like you just heard, he is a U of M fan, though. So my Spartan blood doesn't want to bring him on, but I, I love this guy. So you know him on Twitter as Swagzilla. So Shane, I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name. Is it Swagger? Okay, perfect. Yep. How you doing tonight, Shane? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on, Dwight. Excited to be here. You showed me the list of available players. I think it looked like at one point Drake London was there. I thought I was going to get him. The low-hanging fruit was gone, and then I saw Hassan Haskins. I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll just do some Go Blue. So excited to talk about Mr. Hassan Haskins this evening. Right. Sorry, I'm trying to get my wife to stop my daughter from playing the recorder in the background. Things I can edit out. A recorder going in the background, I cannot. She's trying to update your intro. (laughs) Apparently. The only problem is the intro was a minute and a half ago. Anyway, (laughs) it was pandemonium in my house tonight. All right, recruiting profile for Mr. Haskins. Class of 2018 from Eureka, Missouri. He was the 975th ranked player, 49th ranked running back. He was a three-star guy, but almost a four-star guy. He did have nine offers, most of them from, you know, smaller schools like Eastern Michigan, Illinois State, Indiana State. But he did have an offer from Memphis and Michigan, and that's all that matters because that's where he chose to go. And at Michigan, he was yeah, fairly productive, this, um, especially this last season. But I, I would like to have seen him used a lot more the last couple. 121 attempts for 622 yards and four touchdowns. In his junior year, he had 61 carries for 375 yards and six touchdowns. And last year, though, he was pretty much the lead back at Michigan. 270 carries, 1,327 yards, scored 20 touchdowns, and added 18 receptions for 131 yards. So he had almost 1,500 yards of scrimmage. Just a hell of a good season. It was good to see him take that lead role. He was such a good complimentary back with Blake Corum. Shane, what traits and attributes do you see in Hassan Hoskins that will make him successful in the NFL. One thing you notice right away is, like you said, he wasn't utilized right away, and some of that is probably just being the bigger guy that he is, needed a little time, but he's developed some decent vision within that time. And being in a hardball offense that he was, I think he's going to be a little bit more acclimated, ready to be in the NFL, but great pass blocker, which I think could get him some time in, and then Special teams, like so, special teams and pass blocking are two things that I'm really liking as far as maybe having a little bit of, I don't know, fourth, fifth round, even draft capital in them. We'll see if he moves up a little bit. 
But I think those two things are going to get him drafted and some time on the field, even if it's not being that that first down back, because that's not what he is. But right. I think he could be a very good compliment, and he likes the contact. Definitely. Oh, that's he's he's a guy that I would have honestly really liked to have seen another full year. I think he could have really helped his draft capital because there's a lot to like about him. That 6'1", 220 pounds is a great mm-hmm. size. I mean, he's a phenomenal size. I love that physical type of running. That, you know, his legs are always moving. He never goes down on the first hit. You know, but he also has, you know, the skills to break free, stiff arm, spin. You know, he's got good hands. He blocks, which you don't see a whole lot in college. So, And, um, and he's proud of it at that. Oh, he like loves it. He likes that skill a lot, and he's proud that he's good at it. And I think that that is one thing that's going to help him get drafted. And, I mean, you, you look right. at him like... Without him, we probably didn't beat Ohio State. Right. And you look at all the talent coming out of Ohio State, and I don't know, man, this guy could be a sleeper depending on where he lands. Right. And without him. Are you allowed to say sleeper? I know know we're trying not to swear, but we'll we'll bleep (laughs) that out. I was going to say, without him, you wouldn't have beat Michigan State. Oh, wait, you didn't beat Michigan State. That's right. <laughs> ah. He had anyway. to get it in. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, I do love a lot of that. <laughs> He's, I like those. I like the downhill runners. You know, that's definitely someone I want on my team. I could see him. I don't know. He just he fits that, you know, that mold, mold of that guy who's the first and second down. We'll get some short yardage. Like you said, his vision did get better. Um, gets good. Um, let me think. His footwork is good. You know, he's not. I think all this is all the good traits. But I think now we're going to get into the like, what do you see could hold him back? Because I mean, he's obviously not perfect, and this is why he'll be a day three guy. So, what do you see, man? So, some of the concerns you're seeing and kind of hearing about Haskins is he's he's an upright runner, which it doesn't always bode well with wanting to create the contact that he's also known for and that he seems to be seeking i mean he could be taken down a lot quicker but like we mentioned he has that vision right so landing spot could be very important too for haskins and like how good the offensive line is and who's going to create holes for him because if if that hole's created he's likely going to find it but if it's not he's going to go for the contact and if he doesn't break free, he's probably coming down pretty quickly because of his running style. Unless he gets coached well and gets a little lower to the ground while he's creating that contact, it, it could affect him. Right. That's what I, everybody says upright when they're six foot, and, but it is honestly legitimately true. Mm-hmm. And you see it because as powerful as he is, he does go down a little bit easier than he should. Um, let me think. And then I think the biggest thing is he's, he's not that uber athlete that we want nowadays. He doesn't have the quick tit, quick twitch. God, I did it again. I said quick tit the other day, too. Um, quick twitch. <laughs> quick twitch. Yeah, and he's, he's probably not going to break it off like a real long right. run and can be able to keep his speed. Right. That's what I was just about to say. He has those. He can make people miss and he can shift, but he loses speed when he does it. Mm-hmm. You know, he gears down too much, you know, and that's, you want those guys that don't lose speed doing that stuff. And he's not super explosive as his 40 time was not great. You know, he's, so he's obviously not, those are the things that I see that could hold him back. But I also see some things that 
like you said, with a little bit of coaching, maybe he can get himself a little bit lower to the ground. You might be a decent back in the NFL. So, you know, I mean, that's... Yep. Yep. All right. And then as far as, let me see here. Obviously, draft capital will mean a lot to him. As I didn't put his mock draft database, but I think everybody pretty much has him a day three type of guy. Mm-hmm. Is there any anywhere you'd like to see him land, Any like a scheme or a team that he would be a really good fit for? I think there's a few. And the problem with some of them is I think he's the kind of running back that could be a headache to some of our up-and-coming studs, even depending on where he lands, or even some of the aging vets. I think he's that kind that could be, with his skill set, I think he could be a red zone threat at times, and maybe maybe he takes a little bit away from Javante Williams. Maybe he takes a little bit away from Antonio Gibson, something like that, something, you know, we don't want to hear that, but it's a probable situation that you never know, but... I mean, the Texans, even the Saints, I think somebody like that, like they're raiding that area. When I was looking at this, I was also trying to find teams that I think could be that day three draft capital without trading up to get him, but maybe he comes up behind Zeke in Dallas a little bit. Maybe maybe the Chiefs draft him, quite honestly, and he's in there. That could be like what Clyde edwards alaire honestly needs is somebody that could take some of the goal line chargers yeah behind eckler you know you have the the awesome pass catcher then you get him in there lined up with haskins and i i think that some of those areas could frustrate some fantasy teams (laughs) definitely definitely San Francisco? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, no. <laughs> Dwight, no, I love it. That's almost perfect. I have yeah. it for the 49ers jotted down. Just, like, wouldn't you love that in, 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 in just a little bit of a way? like, Because Elijah Mitchell, quite honestly, is a sell to me. Oh, me too. I could totally see Shanahan bringing somebody in there that you're just kind of like, what? Like, why did they do that? And it's like, well, because it's what he does. It's kind of actually obvious. And and Haskins totally fits that bill. They got rid of Mostert, a bigger back now, somebody that can be the bruiser. Mitchell didn't show much health last year. Right. Didn't see any confidence in Trey Sermon. Yeah, man, 49ers. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather see that than the Broncos. I like Seattle, too. Like, it's you know, a good yeah. spot if they decide to not address it early. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's somebody who, you know, if Carson, good Lord, never is going to stay healthy. So I, I actually think his skill set is, is fairly close to Chris Carson's, honestly. Um, so I, I that would be a decent fit, I think. So, yeah. Once again, any team that will give him the draft capitals where I want him to go. So especially for fantasy and, and as far as fantasy, I mean, I'm not touching him till quite a bit later. Is that where would you draft him? You think target him in your rookie drafts? Like on Rookie Fever, one of my rookie Lucians was to stay away from second round running backs in our rookie <laughs> drafts. But I think that that's probably the area we'll start to see him move up to because that's when there's so many more question marks. Right now, I've seen him go around that 301 till the end of the third area in some of the mocks we've done. But mm-hmm. I could see him moving up a little bit and being somebody that gets a little bit more attention as we go into the draft process. I think he'll be like a mid to late second yeah that's um, if he lands somewhere with an o-line i like him more 
Yeah, if somebody spends a third round pick on him and gives him that draft capital, you'd be like, whoa, mm-hmm. hey, maybe we should pay attention. Yeah. But yeah, I think late second, early third is the earliest I would start to look at him, especially in this class. I think he's, you know, we've got those top three guys, the Walker, the Hall, and Spiller, although who knows if Spiller is even up there anymore after today. Although I think he was slow. So anyways, you know, I don't want to double count that. I think I, he ran exactly what I expected him to run. So mm-hmm. I think, but a- after those three guys, I mean, the running back is just take a dart. Yeah. See what you're going to do. So, yeah. Yeah. After that, in the top six or seven wide receivers and the top couple quarterbacks, you know, it's all a, just a mash of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a class that, you know, if you, if you see a guy and you like his spot, just take him. So. Yeah. And, and you also don't want to get too attached because he has some skill sets that could be appealing to NFL teams that could not translate to our fantasy teams right away, if ever, without an injury. So you want to be careful, too, to not get too, like, you know what I mean. Yep, absolutely, man. Thank you, Swags. Um, Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, find your work? Um, Plug yourself, man. Appreciate you a lot. Thanks for having me on. I'm at Swagzilla0G on Twitter. Do a show called Rookie Fever with the Feverish Fenero. I believe you guys are getting together at some point, so that'll be a good listen. And check us out at Rookie Fever. We do some player profiles over there as well. And then our regular weekly show, trying to just transition into this crazy fun rookie season as we go through this free agency process. So appreciate you having me on a ton, man. Oh, absolutely, man. I love talking rookies, but and the day after that draft, I'm going to be like, whew. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. So. Are you going? What the draft? Yeah. Um. Actually, we're going to be in Vegas at that time, but we're not going. So, oh. I, I planned our our ten year anniversary trip, and we're flying into Vegas. And I thought the draft wasn't in Vegas because it was there last year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think anything of it, and we're actually going to be in Vegas at the time of the draft. But, but we're. Uh, renting a car and driving out to Zion National Park and stuff. So nice. I, I, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So we won't actually be in Vegas much of it, but I don't know. We're not really Vegas people. We don't like gambling and debauchery and all that. So <laughs> we're just going to go out and wander around somewhere where my wife can easily hide my body, which we actually <laughs> think twice about that. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Swags. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. Uh, this podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT. I work at Campus to Canton and the Dynasty Nerds. Thank you all very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.